0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Equipped Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, the founder of the Equipped Woman, where I coach and equip women to live purposed, productive, and prosperous. I am so glad that you decided to hang out with me today. I'll be sharing tips on how to live abundantly in every area of your life. So let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Equipped Woman podcast. And this week, we're going to dive into living a life of service. We know that Jesus was the ultimate servant and he gave his life for us So that we could live the life that we live today. And a lot of times we make things all about us and we think that we are always supposed to be on the receiving end of blessings, be on the receiving end of increase. And although God wants to bless us, he wants us to be recipients of what he's promised us. However, we still have to play a part in what he has placed on the inside of us. So this is what I want to talk about today. And I know in times of challenge and adversity, I know we all go through it, it's often easy to lose sight of our purpose and the unique gifts and talents that God has blessed us with. However, as Christian women, as equipped women, we have been called to live a life of service. You know, using those gifts to make a difference in the world. So today I'm going to talk about three empowering ways that will encourage and inspire you to embrace your God-given potential, even in the midst of tough times. Because we know we're dealing with so much today and so many things are going on. And we're many times so distracted with these narratives that are being pushed and these things that are being presented to us really masking a lot of the things that are going on. So this is why it's so very important for us to understand what our gifts are, understand how we can utilize them to advance the kingdom of God and not be distracted by the narratives that are being placed in front of us, taking us away from where we need to put our attention to. And our attention is specifically in a place where the word is outlined. Like I often say that the Bible is life, your life manual. So there's no need for you to look elsewhere concerning what you need to do with your life. So with the help of the Holy Spirit, he's allowed you to receive the direction and guidance that you need concerning your life. So this is what I want to talk about today, about living a life of service, embracing what God has placed on the inside of you and utilizing that to ensure that you are Moving forward and all that God has purposed you to do So the first point I want to talk about is embracing your identity in Christ Everything Starts with the foundation. If your foundation is shaky, anything that you build on top of that is going to crumble and fall. You see, now there are so many things being exposed. You know, the Spirit of God is allowing the veil to be taken off because of all the things that we see happening in the world today. And a lot of times you may be staying in places where there is no growth. You know, everything that God operates in, it is full of abundance, full of growth, full of fulfilled promises. And if you're in a place where that is not happening, then you need to reevaluate that and allow the Holy Spirit to really direct you to a place that's going to allow you to grow and flourish in the gifts that are being on the inside of you. Like you don't want to remain in dead places. You don't want to remain in a place where you may, for an example, it may be a church or something that you may be going to and there's no growth, there's no life, there's nothing that's happening. You know, your life is still on that same trajectory and you're not seeing anything that you know that God has given you a vision to grow. If there is a relationship, if there is a job Take the time now to really evaluate these things. Don't make any rash decisions. Don't go out there and just go rogue and and try to make different transitions in your life without consulting with the Holy Spirit and really praying about it and making sure that you have an absolute answer to the thing that you need to do. Because all the voices that you may be hearing, all of them aren't necessarily voices from the Lord. So you want to be sure that you can confirm that this is the voice of the Lord and that confirmation comes from the guidance of the Holy Spirit as you continue to read his word, meditate on his word, pray, and all of those things that we've been instructed to do to make sure that what we're doing, the life that we're living, the places that we're in, like I mentioned, whether it be a church, whether it be a relationship, a job, making sure that you know without a doubt that the Lord is telling you that it's time for you to transition from that place. So the first place is embracing your identity in Christ. So for you, understanding what your identity is, is the foundation that's so important. Before you can even provide any acts of service, Because if you don't know who you are in Christ, it's going to be very difficult for you to help anyone else. So the scripture says, for you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. So that's Psalm 139 verses 13 through 14. So we as women, because of all the images that are constantly plastered in front of us, we face a lot of insecurities. We suffer a lot with imposter syndrome because we're looking at things that aren't necessarily what they are. However, we start to internalize those things and think that we should be at a different place than where we are or we should look a certain way because this is what the world views as attractive, And we build up a lot of those insecurities on the inside of us. But what we have to understand is that we need to embrace our identity in God, because when we start to see those things, we don't begin to compare ourselves to what we see. We are so solid in And built on a strong foundation of our our identity in Christ that none of that phases us because we know who we are. We have the vision that God has given us and we're moving forward in that place, in the steps that the Lord has ordered for us. So we can experience those insecurities and self-doubt. However, it is essential to remember As that word said, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by our loving creator. God loved us so much. He created us the way that he wanted us to be. He wanted us to be male. He wanted us to be female. This is what he created us to be. So you have to embrace what God has created you to be. And sometimes when we lack identity, we start to think that we are things that we weren't created to be and this is where confusion comes. So the enemy comes in and infiltrates what God has made so perfect. Oh my gosh. Like I'm just you know so in awe of what God has created. And then you see the adversary try to come in and pervert what God has made so perfect. He's made us perfect. Now, I don't mean Perfect, meaning that we're flawless. I mean that what he has created is a perfect thing. And it says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And, you know, and when God designed us, he designed us with unique gifts, talents, and ability. And he has purpose for our lives. Although you may be struggling with really knowing what that purpose is, knowing what it is that God has designed you for. But this is where you lean completely on the Holy Spirit to help you stay consistent with really knowing that, hey, I was created for a purpose. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I can walk boldly in who God has created me to be. I don't have to listen to these false narratives that are being pushed in front of us to make us think that what God created is not who we are and not who we should embrace ourselves as being. So this is so important, so important now that we get this because so many people are struggling with this. So many people are attempting to recreate what God has already created. He says in his word that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. like His works are marvelous. The way that he made us, we are made in his image. So stop thinking that what you see is what you should be and go to your heavenly father and ask him, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you think that I should be pursuing at this point in my life and be strong? And understanding that God didn't make a mistake, he, make, he makes no mistakes. So if you want to be able to live a life of service. You have to embrace your identity in Christ. The next point I want to make is that discovering and cultivating your gifts. So the first thing is discovery. So you want to know who you are. You know whose you are, but then it's time to discover and cultivate the gifts that God has placed on the inside of you. So in first Peter chapter four, verse 10, it says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good shepherds of the manifold grace of God. So sometimes when we're going through difficult difficult times, we may feel overwhelmed or uncertain about how can we make a difference. However, we have to understand that God has equipped each of us with specific gifts and and talents to serve others because those gifts that we have, they are a multitude and there are diverse gifts, but we're all one body in Christ. And your gift is to do something specific. My gift is to do something specific, but we are like spirits and we're connecting so that you have what I don't. I have what you don't. But when we come together, we can continue to serve at the maximum level possible because we are embracing those gifts that we have. So taking time to discover what those gifts are and find ways to cultivate them. There's a scripture that says you have to stir up the gifts that are on the inside of you. They're gifts on the inside of you. It's time to discover what they are. And then when you reach that level of discovery, it's time to cultivate them. Get some mentors, get in a place that's going to allow you to use your gift so that it can be profitable to those that you've been called to. So if you feel as though that you know and you've discovered what your gift is, but it's not reaching your full potential, pray that the Lord sends you individuals to help you move forward in what God has called you to. He's going to give you the foundation, the direction. You want to also make sure that you connect and are surrounded with those that are going to help you cultivate that gift. You don't want people that's going to tear it down or people that's going to discount it or make it feel like that is not important. Everything that God created and every gift that is available in each and every one of us is important. So you want to be around those that are going to help you cultivate that. So you want to think about whether it's an act of kindness, encouragement, leadership, creativity, Or whatever it is, wherever you shine, wherever, you know, people are like in awe and they're drawn to you by this specific thing. That's the gift that's on the inside of you. People that tell you things that you do effortlessly, things that you do that you just absolutely just love to do and you don't consider it work. So those are ways for you to kind of get led in the right direction as to what those gifts are. So, God can use those in, uh, unique abilities that you have to bring hope, healing, and joy to those around you. Because when you are gifted in something, it creates a spark and a, a joy in someone else. It can bring healing to someone else. It can bring hope to someone else. So, all of these gifts that we have, we have to really, truly think about that they're going to help someone else. So, why am I not? cultivating this gift? Why am I allowing this gift to lay dormant? It's so important that you realize, like I mentioned earlier, is that it's not about you. You have to move away from that and really understand that it's someone out there who is depending on your gift to shine so that they can receive healing They may be going through a stage in their life where they just want to give up and like all hope is gone and you're sitting there holding on to your gift and not cultivating it. And this could be something that could save someone's life. So don't take for granted all of the gifts that you have on the inside of you because they are purposeful and they are meant to connect to someone else so that you can bring healing, you can bring hope and you can bring joy to others. So, my last point that I want to talk about is with your gifts, you will impact other lives through compassionate service. And we know that Jesus was full of compassion. Like it was so many things that were happening during his ministry, and he remained compassionate. He served, he gave, he was just humble, loving, so many things that God was. And those are the characters that we ought to emulate. So if we look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, it says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than ourselves. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. So this is a common thing that I talked about that over and over again, we realize that our gifts and the things that God has called us to is not about us. In this scripture, it says, "Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit." So basically, don't do something just for yourself, for you to get the notoriety or notoriety and the the pat on the back, because you're doing something from other for other people. Like you don't have to go and do this big announcement or or do this big post. Oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, you know, to show off what it is that you're doing. But it says in lowliness, so being humble and having a mind to like value, it says esteem others. So you're valuing others better than yourself, right? So you are allowing your gifts to essentially... Enhance the lives of others, and you're being humble. You have a humble spirit about it. You're not around here trying to show off what you've done. So, when things are happening, it can often, you know, trigger us to look inward, you know, being consumed by our own pain, our own struggles, all of the things that we are. Going through and it's like, well, what about me? Well, what about me? You know, and that's selfish, you know, not to say that we are to just totally neglect ourselves. I don't want you to think that you would just neglect yourself and then, you know, do things all the time for others. But I want you to have a sense of balance here where you don't always want to turn inward and be consumed by what's going on when There are some specific things that you need to do. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I just don't feel like it. Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But you have the ability to do it. It's just your emotions are in the way and not allowing you to fulfill that thing that God has called you to. So as a Christ follower, we are called to love and service others with compassion. So we are adopting a servant's heart and selfishly looking outside for the interest of others. So we know that our gifts will bring comfort, support, and hope to those that may be hurting. So we want to think about those. So it's it's really important because through our acts of service we are ultimately reflecting the love of Christ. And we're making a difference in the lives of those around us. Because you might be the only person that will be able to provide an example of who Christ is. They might not have ever had any loving interaction with someone to really know who Christ is. And your gift that rests on the inside of you will allow them to be able to see Christ through you. So as we conclude this podcast today... And we talked about how you can use your gifts to make a difference in the world that we're living in today. I want you to think about what can you do and what direction you need to go as it relates to cultivating the gifts that God has placed on the inside of you. So in the midst of the tough times that we experience, God has called you to a life of service. So using your gifts are going to make a difference in the world. So embracing your identity in Christ, which is so important, discover and cultivating your gifts and impacting lives through compassionate service. So remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and your service can be a light and hope to those who are facing adversity. So I want you to find strength and purpose and fulfillment as you serve others to bring glory to God through your life of service. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And as you can probably hear, it is like storming outside, but that's OK. You know, this is something that I have remained passionate about, really equipping women to live purposed, productive and prosperous. And I want to continue to be sure that I'm providing the service and utilizing the gifts that are on the inside of me. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. All right, there are many times where I don't feel like it, and you know, but I know that this is something that the Lord has given me and this vision is going to come to fruition to the fullness of what he has shown me. And I'm just excited and I appreciate each and every one of you that tune in that download these episodes, that share them with your friends and family. Although we may not ever connect in real life, it's such an honor to be able to even touch you through this podcast and have you be able to participate and get these messages every week. So, again, if you want to connect, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player. Or you can connect with us on all social media channels at The Equit Woman. Until next time, remember you have to embrace your identity in Christ and live a life of service.